Welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I'm the other host. I'm Tenant Michael. And we comprise the duo that has hosted almost every episode of this podcast. Because you once missed an episode, James. That's right. I was in digging tunnels with Elon Musk and... Grimes. Grime. Grimes. Is that her name? How do you pronounce it? <laughs> Greems. Greems. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to once host a show by myself, and I was so nervous before before I hit record. I was like, oh my goodness, do I have what it takes to do this solo? How did it go? Because I definitely didn't listen to that it one. It was a great episode in the end. I trusted my gut, and um, it was... I felt like Paul Paul Simon must have felt when he ventured out on his own and started his successful solo career. I guess if he only did one song and then immediately got back with Garfunkel. Absolutely. So, yes. not quite like Paul Simon. So, does, does that mean you consider yourself the Garfunkel in our duo? Ha ha ha. Well, you know what? Garfunkel's looking better than Paul Simon right now. Have you seen Paul Simon lately? Yeah, he's not to be, looking good. He has looked better, but I think if he just, you know, it's just when hits when, the gym, uh, changes no, up his diet a bit. It's when guys like Kenny Rogers too. He's got a Kenny Rogers head going on. You know when guys get a lot of plastic surgery when they get older. Yeah, and you know what? It would have looked better just to get old because this is networking. Where you sometimes got- plastic surgery doesn't make you look younger. It just makes you look weird. Um. Maybe that's what Paul Simon and, and Kenny Rogers wanted. Can I just say, I was watching The Boys on Amazon Prime. Okay. And Elizabeth Shue looks fantastic. Okay. And I googled how <laughs> old she was, because I couldn't even believe it. You, are you telling me you googled Shue? I did. Guess how old she <laughs> Guess how old. People at home, too. Hmm. Picture Elizabeth Shue in your head. Send us and an Mike. email. Um, yeah, okay. send us an email guessing how old she is, and I'll tell you. All right, I'm picturing her. Okay, it's loading. The image is buffering in my uh, mind. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say she's 50. 55. Wow. And wow. Wow. Let's hear it for shoe. She makes Paul Simon look like Paul Shitman. <laughs> oh, boy. We're off to a feisty start. This is a good start. We've got some celeb talk. Gossip. In. We're Celebrity denouncing. gossip. Yeah. Um, uh but uh, great to be here. It's good to be here. Uh, how was your week, James? Well, I'll be honest. It was a wild week. <laughs> I um, I had a colonoscopy. Oh, did you now? Now I know you did. I know you did. But I guess the listeners don't. Know That's that. right. I um, you know, I I have to get checked, and I had I've had an upset stomach a lot <laughs> this year. Yes. And Sometimes. don't act like oh yes, like you know, you don't <laughs> no, know, Mike. I don't um, put it in your face. I have to open quite a few windows in uh, in oh, my apartment up, when we're potting a little get inside. A damn life! You would the place peek. smells bad anyway. You wouldn't know. Peek behind the curtain. Anyway. I uh, I had a colonoscopy, and it was fine. Just had one polyp. Nothing. They basically said the polyp was a joke. Jackson polyp. Imagine that. Uh, I'm just uh, trying to bring some levity to the situation. Go on. I had one little polyp. They said the polyp was basically an idiot nothing, and they took it out. And they just laughed at the damn thing. And I um, it was actually nice because 
I, I had had an upset stomach a lot, and I thought, oh, God. I'd go to the bathroom, and I'd, I didn't think, oh, God, am I, am I, like, dying? Like, what the hell's going on with me? And now that I've had the colonoscopy and it was uh, no big deal, now when I have an upset stomach, I look in the toilet, I laugh at it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a relief. But anyway, so, so I, I had to get this to- colonoscopy. You've mentioned, you've said now the word colonoscopy uh, about 20 times. If, if you're playing a drinking game at home and you're taking a sip every time James says that word, you're probably drunk by now. <sighs> so while preparing for it, um, you have to drink some medicine and you're kind of out of commission for a day or so. Yes. And I mentioned this to Mike after the last podcast. And mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I'll be, I'll be fine doing this on my own. Mike insisted, no, 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 I'm taking care of you. Yes, yes. Don't you, you won't have to move a muscle. I will be there and make sure you're okay and get the medication you need and all this stuff. Almost like mother's little, little helper, kind of a little, Ugh. your little minion to make, I mean, to make so, sure you're okay. You know, I'm single right now, so I thought, you know, hey, I guess I could use the help. Like, it's can't going to be handy, but it was... I mean, I guess I appreciate it, Mike. Mike, Mike, you know, kind of helped me the day before. Took me to the, you know, you get sedated when you have a colonoscopy. So yes. Mike brought me home, which was nice. I guess you need to have someone to do and it. And you were babbling like a, like a, I hate to use this phrase, like a senile old person. Well, um, reminiscing about your childhood, uh, doing old nursery rhymes. You were, you, you were just out of it. It was very funny, and I took a video. Um, it's called being stoned, dude. Actually, being put under is awesome. It's oh, great. It? Oh, yeah. They stick a needle in your hand. You feel a little tingle. And then you go to sleep, and it's the best sleep I dreamed, and I guess I said a bunch of stuff. I wish you didn't hear it, but that's private. <laughs> um, but, yes, you were, you were helpless, and if it wasn't for me, uh, yeah. Lord knows what would have happened to you. Let me say, too, the colonoscopy, I, I paid for, like, a real high-end, uh, top-of-the-line. This is the kind of colonoscopy that, like, Drake gets. Um you know the doctor uh, said that too yeah doctor had done drake yeah. and it's great that you get like they miss they, they do sort of a full body massage to get you loose yeah. beforehand they play cool music not the typical yeah. elevator music crap they're playing cool hip-hop no, no. they get i had i ended up having buttgasms which i didn't even know i was a thing for me it oh, was is, is that what was happening when you were kind of shaking and my and making those dude, noises yeah you don't need to paint the you know you don't need to paint the picture too much. Anyway, mm. so the experience was great. And then, yeah, so I, I came home after. And, you know, you're a little you're a little fragile when you come home from, a, yes. from one of these things. Yes, so, you were. So, yes, Mike, for some reason, brought me to his place, which I was like, why? And so I've just been here at Mike's place with Mike basically waiting on me hand over foot. And it's been a couple yes. days now. To be honest, Mike, I think I can go home. Like No, 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 the no. Day, the day of... Fair enough. I'm sedated. I'm feeling weird. I appreciate, I guess, I appreciate you making me soup and, you know, looking after me. But it's been two days. I really do feel like I can go home at no, this point. No, you're, you're not moving a muscle. You're not going anywhere for 10 days. Just what to make sure f- you're okay. Are you you're kidding okay. me? 10 yes. days? So, it's a colonoscopy. I didn't have a lung removed. No, you, you didn't. But I, I want you to be, you know, I, I don't want you to go out into society if you're still not back up to 100%. Okay, so well, as far I'm, as I'm concerned... I'm le- I thank you, but I'm leaving after we finish this episode. No, no, no. We're going to have a Batman... Yes, yes, yes. ...Alfred sort of relationship. No, we're not having a Batman... 10 days. I mean, I'm glad I'm Batman and you're Alfred at Pennyworth. least. Pennyworth. Yes. No, I'm going home after this podcast. I want to get out of your piece of crap apartment. We'll see, we'll see. We won't see. Anyway, okay. We'll see. Anyway, 
Um, so thank you, Mike, I guess, for looking after me when I was sedated. And My pleasure. Services will no longer be needed. Okay, we'll see. Um, we won't fucking see. Anyway, yeah, it was a fun week because I guess usually you ask me how my week went after. Oh, I yeah, how'd you your week no, go? No, but I my guess. week was basically I was waiting on you hand and foot, you know, uh, cooking meals for you, uh, wheeling <laughs> you around in the wheelchair. I got. I didn't. For you I don't even think I needed a wheelchair. I don't know you know, where you got that. Covered thing. you in a blanket and took you to the park when you were sort of uh, still sedated, and it was very fun. Yeah, well, yeah, it was okay. Um, yeah. And it is funny how. You know, people just naturally fall into things. Like, you serving me did feel right. It felt natural, yeah. And I don't know why that is. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know if it's... I don't know what it is, but it just felt right. I'm a helper. You are. And I'm a person who receives help. Yeah. So. And it's clearly the way things should be. I don't know why. I don't know how. It just is. Yes. Um, there's no point in changing but, it. And one day, you know, maybe the shoe will be on. The other foot. It sure as hell won't. Maybe. Well, because we'll I will never do that for you. I feel that like you are saying that now just to sound tough, but it, when I go in for a colonoscopy or to have, you know, any like some body part removed, I bet you'll be there to help me too. So, well, there we go. I really highly doubt that. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, uh, so that's how our weeks went. Hey, um, by the way, Mike, if you want to help us out on Patreon. Mm-hmm. If I want to? Yeah, actually. P- start pulling some goddamn weight. <laughs> Around here and give us some money on the Patreon, Mike. Um, what hey. is it? Landl- Patreon.com slash landlord tenant. Hey, your money or your life. Oh, <laughs> um, we'd, we'd prefer your money, actually. We'd prefer your money. Yeah. And uh, when we get to a certain level, we'll start doing these bonus apps again. Yeah. It's, it's a, you know, it helps us out. Right, it helps us out, and we uh, we are so grateful. Thank you if you help us out. Thank you so much. Or as they say in uh, to our French listeners, uh, we'd like to say merci. Anyway, maybe we should move on to our segment. Moving right along, yes. Uh, so everyone knows the summer. Sadly, the summer is ending. You know, uh, it's still gonna be warm for a bit, but when the summer ends, that means that the little ones are going back to school. Yeah, and the not so little ones too. <laughs> High school students, yeah, university students, people going to trade school, graduate students, graduate students. Uh, sometimes there's like you read articles about like this 89 year old woman just went to college. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> it's back to school season, and we thought it'd be very fun to do a segment not about academics, not about how to get in, you know, how to get your uh. Uh, grade point average up so you can get into Harvard and Yale. Mm. We're leaving that to the experts. We're doing a segment. It's all about your social life. So it's called The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess Presents Back to School Tips for Students on How to Be Cool in School. Okay. Tip number one, I think, don't say it like you just said it because that did not sound cool. Um, that's right. Some tips on how to be cool in school in 2019 uh, for the kids out there. And we have a lot of kid listeners. A lot of kid listeners. And so they should. They've got a better education listening to this than they'll learn in a damn school. Uh, Mike, do you want to go first with your first tip for how to be popular? For sure. Absolutely. Students? I'd love to. Um, so an important thing in school is your look, right? If you want to mm-hmm. be cool, you got to look cool. Yes. Uh, in the 50s, you had to dress like a greaser. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the 60s, it was, I'm a hippie, man. <laughs> and in the 90s, you could be a grunger. Now, th- I'll tell you, these days you can dress, uh, pe- kids aren't so tribal anymore, so you can dress the way you want. But I'm going to give a little 
uh, background about my experience dressing cool in high school. I used to go to school wearing overalls every day. Let me finish. Uh-huh. And I would leave one strap undone. It's kind of dangling around. And that was my signature look, right? And I turned a lot of heads when I walked down the halls. Um, you still do that look today. Every now and then, if I'm feeling nostalgic, I'll you just wear you know my overalls with one strap undone. And uh, it worked for me. It got me a lot of attention. And sometimes I would even step it up. This is for people who really want to look cool. Because overalls, of course, bring to mind who? Dennis the Menace, the okay. famous cartoon character. So I would occasionally, all of grade 11, I would paint freckles on my face. What? And I would even walk around with a slingshot, yes, this is true, sticking out of my butt pocket so I would really resemble Dennis. And I'd walk down the hallways and everyone would go, oh, here comes, hello, Dennis. Hey, Dennis, I hope Mr. Wilson's not giving you too hard of a time. This is all to say that your look is everything in high school. (laughs) You would paint freckles on your face and carry around a slingshot? Yeah, yeah, because it was, yes. How old were you? You know, well, that would be grade 11, so high school age, yeah. So you were like 17? Yeah, dressed up like that little uh, thorn in the side of authority, Dennis the Menace. And your people in school, they they seemed to like it from what I remember. I would turn heads walking down the hall. You know, Dennis okay. the Menace in, in Britain is a different character than... Oh, I know that. Have. He's from the Beano comics. And he, he has black hair, and he wears like a striped shirt. Yeah. Any people who know about Beano or Dandy comics, send us a tweet. Because <laughs> I, I do. My Uncle Edward would bring them over from England, and I'd read them. Well, I'm picturing you reading about an, a different type of Dennis the Menace. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I'm a different type of guy. You certainly are. Okay, now time for my... Uh, my first back to school tip and uh, Mike's tip was kind of about being cool looking cool and my tip is also about looking cool kind of in a different way um, much like the first day of prison it's very important on the first day of school to beat someone shows that you're going to be not to be messed with people will be impressed people will want to date you um, mm. you're social like we're all you know basically monkeys and that just puts you to the top of the social hierarchy when you show you have the physical strength to beat someone well, pretty the, bad the science isn't in on now, that but sure okay there's a trick to this if you really do pick a fight with someone they might beat you and you might look like a loser and then that's the opposite of what you want exactly so do like what i did um, if you're anything like me, your family probably has a lot of workmen who work around your state. Um, so, you know, just get one of them to come to school, maybe in a balaclava or something. Right. I don't know, say they're Antifa or something like that. And then just go, holy shit, Antifa's here. Or whoever, you know, uh, you know, the terrorists are here or whoever. Oh, look, yeah. Oh, look over the hill. The terrorists are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you, you go and you... You get it's like I I would get this old French guy the French Canadian guy who worked for my uncle to to come to school, and um, then you go make let him he lets you beat him up in front of everyone and he falls down to the ground and then you come back and you go well that problem solved oh my god yeah and uh, it just makes you look tough and it's a cool move and if if the guy just works for your uncle he doesn't care right so you actually beat up an elderly French Canadian man uh... oh many times. I switched schools a lot, so I did it every time. Actually, the first day of the podcast, I had him come outside, and I beat him in front of you. Remember? Now that that I think of it, it's true. I thought that you were actually uh, under attack. Because I always tailor the attack to what people are most scared of. So I think for you, I said, 
what did I say it was? Some right wing militia or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I just beat him in front of you and the base. And ever since you've been afraid of me, am I wrong? Well, I have been afraid of you. Yes, it's true. So, so it did work. It works. I respect you uh, and fear you. Um, all right, my second uh, tip for looking cool at school, baby, is this. Mm. You want to get in good, not just with other students, but you want to get in good with the teachers. You want them to think that you're cool as well, because they're the ones, let's face it, at the end of the day, who are marking your papers, not your friends. So here's a tip, and it's something I also did. Get the teachers on your side by playing a fun little uh, surprise in the teacher's lounge. What you want to do for this is buy one of those big uh, novelty-sized cakes, big enough to, to fit a boy inside. And you want to hide yourself in the cake. And you want to package it up, get a friend to help you, and have that cake delivered by UPS or FedEx to the teacher's lounge, right? First day of school. And at lunchtime, when they open the package, right, they see, oh, who sent us this cake? That's when you burst through the cake, Marilyn Monroe style, or like, you know, like a... uh, Did she do a cake? Anyway, you sing... The happy birthday song, like she did for JFK, but you change the lyrics to reflect, uh, you know, school life. So, you know, happy birth or happy first day of school, Mr. Teachers. <laughs> and then the teachers are going to get to know you and get to like you. So, this is what you did on the first day of school. You hid in a cake and popped out. And yes, did a I sexy did. Sexy song. Well, it wasn't sexy as much. It was just fun. I wasn't dressed like, you know, a stripper or anything. I was just. You're wearing, wearing your my damn overalls. I was wearing and my overalls, fake yeah. Freckles. Jeez, Mike. Imagine that. You're just sitting at work and then a boy jumps out of a cake. Mm. Okay. Um, my next back to school tip is um, now, uh, one thing I would suggest that's pretty fun is um, everyone thinks a good way to be popular in school be the funny kid. Right, that is a tactic, right? That uh, funny people use to get friends. That's right. So a tactic I would use is um, first day of school, when the teacher would talk, I would look up the raunchiest stand-up. I could find filthy, nasty, no topics, untouched. Right. And I'd stand on my desk and do a, you know, seven to ten minute stand-up set. Really? And people would die laughing. And I'm, you know, I'm like really on the edge. I'm kind of, a, I would do kind of edgy material. Yeah. I'd, do, I'd find out everyone's background and do like impressions of all their accents from their countries and stuff like that. Oh, oh yeah. I'd talk about people's butts, having sex, all this stuff. And really? I, and it would make me popular every, every year. So yeah. you would do like... Ethnic accents, because that's that's oh that yeah, be weird coming because you're a white guy. You know, people can't see well, us. Uh, people don't know this, but we're two white guys actually. Well, I mean, you know, it depends on your definition, but uh, yeah, I would. Like, what kind of accents? Like, do, would well, you? Well, I can't. Do really, you want to do one now? Nah, like, I mean, you know, copyright reasons, I can't really do them now. Oh, but uh, really, trust me on this one, guys. Always gets a laugh, right? Mm-hmm. Raunchy and. Race-based material. Exciting. Um, All right. And here's my third and final tip for how to be cool at school. Um, Smokers. Every school has uh, those bad teens that stand, you know, behind the school and they're always puffing. Yeah. Smoker's Corner, they called it at my high school. In mine, they smoked down by the ravine. Oh. Yes. There was a ravine behind my school. (laughs) And they would smoke cigarettes. And they're very cool and intimidating. And here's a this now this is a bit of a long con to get those smoking teens to make you think they're cool. Again, this is something that I did. 
You want to run up to those smoking teens and snatch those dirty ciggies from their mouths and, you know, chuck them away, flick them away, and then they'll get mad. But then this is what you do. You wait for 25 years. Then you re, you know, get, get in touch with them all these years later. And these former smokers will probably say, hey, just wanted to say thank you for looking out for my health all those years ago. Let's go out for a beer or something. And, huh, and then, the, then finally you'll be cool with those smoker kids. I used to snatch ciggies out of all, them all the time. And I would even do a little rhyme. I'd, I'd take the cigarette out of their mouth and go, this little ciggy went to the trash can. And this little ciggy went on the ground. This little ciggy got uh, crushed under my boot. Did, any, did anyone punch you in the face when you did that? No, they were just too They were astonished. Yeah, I they bet were they astonished were astonished, too. Mike. That's the yeah. friggin' lamest thing I've ever heard. It works. Okay, my final uh, how to be popular in uh, school tip is pretty simple. I think these are, just before we finish, these mm. are excellent tips, very actionable for, for teens or Absolutely. Tweens. If you have kids, I know we have some parents who listen. Play it for your kids. We do, yeah. Shout out Bill Malik. He's a father who listens to this. He's a daddy, yes. And we have many more mums and dads Phil who listen. Phil Moorhead, occasional guest, yeah. and, and full-time daddy. Anyway, here's my final tip. It's pretty basic. We don't need to go into it too okay. deep. But we all know you want to be popular in uh, school. It's a simple thing. <laughs> Date the damn teachers. What? Now, I don't... Look, I'm the only person probably in the Toronto podcasting, North American podcasting community who's not afraid to be politically incorrect. Date the teachers. It's easy. Now, maybe not like the old, like Mr. Old Man uh, or lady who's 70, but if they're in their <laughs> 20s and you're in grade 12, look, how cool are you going to look, you know? I guess. Breaking the fourth wall. Right. You know, this all reminds me, and I don't like, I don't like this piece of advice, by the way, but you, hearing you say this reminds me of that famous Van Halen song, Got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. I'm hot for teacher. And who knows, if you do date your teacher, who knows what the future could hold for you? Isn't uh, Macron, didn't he, isn't he married to his teacher? French president Emmanuel Macron, he did. He uh, married his uh, high school drama teacher, I believe. And he's the freaking president. And she was married at the time. So, so he cucked her husband. And, <laughs> and now he's married to a very old woman. <laughs> Exactly. So you never know where it might lead. And you're a celeb, too. Mary. I still know the name, yeah. Mary Kay Letourneau. Right. I mean, I know that the name boy too. was a bit young, so yes. maybe that's not uh, great. But you know what I'm saying. Right. So, and, and you dated several teachers throughout high school? Hell yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And Absolutely. Did they take you to like social events, or uh, would they bring you out on the town? Or were yeah, you well, like I got started secret? on... Uh, I was taking... Uh, a lot of extra testosterone at the time um, right. through some connect family connections to some uh, pharmaceutical companies. So I actually could pass as sort of late 20s when I was like 16. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When did you go through puberty? I think we've talked about this before. Well, but how again, old were you? my family like just had connections with the pharmaceutical industry. So because of stuff I was taking, I pretty much was through it by about, you know, nine or 10. Um, wow. Yeah. For me, it was 18. That's when you hit the puberty? Day I, my 18th birthday. Yeah. Really? Wow. Suddenly you grew a little bit. 
Okay, well, oh my god, I feel like we've done a really long intro. It's been long, but it's because it's I'm sorry important- to our guest. Oh my god, this has been so long. I just looked at the time. It's, Jesus. It's, it's an important issue, so we took our time, oh, right? So All that right. has been the Landlord Tenant Podmas presents Back to School Tips for How to Be Cool in School. Okay, let's take a break and come back with our guest. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're raring to go. We've got our guest locked and loaded, uh, don't we, James? And, that uh, sounds like she's drunk. Uh, no, she sounds like she's a gun, which uh, she hopefully she doesn't have a gun. Anyway, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit because I'm nervous. Let's welcome our guest for this week. She is a an actress, a performer, a nice person, and now, I believe, a full-time Torontonian. Uh, it's Tess Degenstein. Hi, Tess. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for, for oh my God. me up and getting me loaded. Well, I have no idea what Mike <laughs> intends for you, but I don't intend anything. We don't, we, this is a booze and drug free podcast, except when yeah. James got sedated for his colonoscopy. And this is Tess's I second appearance. And her, your previous episode, one of my faves. Ah, that's Go so look generous. that up, everybody. <laughs> go, go lick that right up. Go lap that up. Lap it up with your ears. Yes. <laughs> Mike, why are you nervous? You said you're nervous. I'm always nervous when I see the red light uh, record the on air light. On. Yeah, 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 just, flashing know. away. I feel like if you ever are in this game long enough and you don't get nervous, that's then a bad sign. Time to quit. Uh, oh. Yeah, you, know you should I mean? be horrified constantly at every moment of the day. Horrified. That's ashamed. how I live my life, and I'm like, yes. if I'm not, <laughs> really? I'm not alive. And Tess, you know what you're talking about. You're an actress. Yeah. T- movie, TV. <laughs> Theater, stage. Stereotypically a horrifying profession. Do you still get butterflies in your stomach before hitting the stage or before the director (laughs) says, action? Before treading the boards uh, when they yell, (laughs) check the gate (laughs) after I've gone. Um, Yeah, yeah, I do still get really nervous. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever, as an actress or actor... uh, had that moment, the actor's nightmare, where you forget your lines on no, stage, forget the lyrics to a song. I used to have a recurring audience audience nightmare where I would be seeing a play with people I kind of knew from the community in a like really cursory way, right. and I would get the compulsion to um, run across the stage naked, or okay. or to like run on stage and trip. My like fellow community wow. members. I know it's you like know it's really revealing of my psyche. Constantly I, horrified and mean. I've had the, I have those thoughts all the time. Do you but really? Sort of different. Do you ever like you, you know you're um say you're um at a dinner or something with like people that are, are kind of important to you. Maybe they're like uh you know um a girlfriend's parents or like someone who could like hire <laughs> you like a work thing. Oh yeah. And then you yes. think what would happen if I pulled my pants down <laughs> and went like. Like, what would it do to my life? Yeah, That's the big... rest of your life. And have you ever tried? Like, there's really only one way to find out. It's a really good point. I haven't, but... You said you're single right now. Is it because you've you've done that? Well, okay, I didn't want to get into this, <laughs> but I was seeing a... I was seeing a woman recently, and mm-hmm. I've always had these feelings. <laughs> Watch out, we lock at, up your daughters. Yeah, and we were, we were at uh, dinner at her parents' house, and I just had one of those thoughts. What would happen <laughs> if I did this thing? Is it like that that uh, urge? I, sorry, mm, no, no. To cut, where when you're up, you know, on a 
a rooftop or on a balcony, and you're like, what, what is stopping me from throwing myself off here? Does, does everyone, does, do you guys ever have that Yes, 100%. Thought? No, yeah. I don't have that thought. Cool, cool. But cool. I'll, I mean, I'll finish the story. I uh, was at sorry, my girlfriend's sorry, parents. Jane. No, no problem. And I said, what would, really ha- mad. what would happen if I did something weird? And I pulled down her dad's pants, and I put a handful of jam, and I covered it all in jam. It? <laughs> yeah and oh, we boy. broke up you so, put a handful of jam and yeah. you covered it yes. all in jam yeah the, all, all of it in every jam every single centimeter oh my god that's probably bad form he probably wasn't very impressed with this well, young man his daughter had brought at home yeah, yeah. but I, you know you, you do have those thoughts what if I did something crazy mm-hmm. right now so before I um, interesting uh, that for Tess and I it's oh, just something kind of fun and crazy for Mike. It's jump yeah, off a bridge, up, throwing himself off a bridge. Well, like, it's a common human uh, thought. I no, believe. it's not. Anyway, speaking of uh, t- those crazy thoughts, uh, on the subway the other day, I saw an old man standing by himself, um, and he, he was wearing shorts, and he kept like fiddling with his crotch, yeah. and he like pulled up his shirt a bit, and I looked at him, and he like made eye contact with me, and he kept like. Um, fishing around down there and then he got on the subway and sat directly across from me even though we got on different doors and he was fiddling and then he was like talking to himself Okay, and I don't think he was well (laughs) isn't that interesting the people you see in a big city can I ask what subway stop was this we both got on at Osgood he got off at um, Queen's Park Maybe he works for the Ontario government. Also, mm. he could have walked that. That's like two stops. Yeah, it is very close. Yeah. I think I often confuse those two stops. Yes. Mm. Well, he, yeah, he they are jollies close. looking at Mike. Maybe, yeah. And maybe he was, he's, he memorized the way I look for, for later. Spank bank. Maybe I'm in his uh, mental spank I can't tell if bank. that's making you comforted about the situation. Oh, no, or, I hated it. Okay, I hated okay, okay. It. Yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't know if you were like, well, you know, maybe yeah. he... Maybe you memorized me for later, and maybe I brought some joy into <laughs> to an older man's oh, life. I hope not. And, okay, you hate that. I hope, I, yeah, yeah, I think I that is the right take. Oh boy, this is exciting. <laughs> We've covered so many topics so far. Yeah, truly. Uh, recurring nightmares, stage fright, anxiety. Anxiety. Do you have recurring uh, nightmares that aren't, you know, that acting related? Aren't stage based? Uh, oh my gosh, you guys were taught. I just got nervous to say, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> we can beep it out. If, I don't know. Mike like. is a I was like, very religious. Yeah, so. I think yeah, yeah. I could I could feel it radiating off of him. I was like, holy fudge. Because I, I felt that like bit of, you know, bit of religiosity radiating from yeah. Mike. Yeah. Uh, but I did, you guys were talking about going back to school. You guys were talking about the staff room jumping out of a cake earlier. Yes, we yeah. did a segment about how to be cool in school. Yeah. I once had a dream. This might uh, appeal to your religious tendencies, but I once had okay. a dream where I went to heaven and heaven was the teacher's staff room staff room in my elementary school hmm. and it was like i this was when i was in elementary school so the idea i guess it was like a forbidden thing or a like whoa, whoa it must be like right. elysian in there <laughs> like i can't even picture such a majestic place in my whole small realm of experience as the teacher's staff room right. it did seem like a mysterious place yeah when you're in school like what's going on in yeah. there and so I'd imagine that, like, when you die, that's where that's where you go. You just end up in the teacher's staff room, and wow, that could oh. be a amazing. Movie. You know, we're laughing, but that could be a movie. <laughs> Someone dies, they go to the teacher's lounge, and they have to deal with all their old, you know, high school or elementary school teachers. Oh yeah, it's like never been kissed, but it's like always been killed. <laughs> always been killed. <laughs> 
the new movie about heaven. <laughs> you see, up Constantly. here, we've always been killed. <laughs> I did. I occasionally will still have it. I never remember my dreams except for like once or twice a year. But if it's a nightmare, I have a recurring one where it's in a, a Western saloon and I <laughs> fall off the balcony onto the ground. What? I don't know. I have no interest in Westerns or cowboy <laughs> anything. And, and it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare where I'm is it surrounded like Buster... by cowboys getting pushed off a balcony. Is it kind of Buster Keaton adjacent? Like, is it like, I did my own stunts in the nightmare? Like, are you flipping are you over? Drunk? It's No, I'm just... Uh, you like, locked and no, loaded? It's not funny like Buster Keaton. It's like a serious uh, Western. And I am pushed off and I... Wow. Falling and falling and falling. If you well, guys were in the olden days in a western town, oh. what do you think your your job would be in the town? Like if oh. you were in a cowboy town, hmm. water collector. <laughs> oh, that's good. Like you go and like you go to the well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I know how anything works. Um, I would be the saloon piano player. Oh, no, yeah. my, you, I feel like you'd be like an accountant. With those little circle glasses. I would not be an accountant okay. in a Western. And uh, a Newton's cradle. Now, what is that? <laughs> I think that's those little... Uh, where you like The balls? Yeah, you take one ball far away from the, the other jiggling, balls, and then right. it creates a chain reaction of... Newton's cradle. Isn't that... Like oh, Sir Isaac Newton? Is that I don't know. I don't know who the... Fig Newton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Fig Newton is named after Sir Isaac. It was his hmm. son, Fig. <laughs> now we all... On a date... Oh my god, Tess. Oh, maybe a little fig. I hate myself. I don't like figs. I love Fig Newton's dates too. Woo, yeah, I like them to all too. All day. Well, you can have them, but I don't want them, as I just said. Well, I are would you mind. eating again after your colonoscopy? Yeah, Mike is. You know, I'm still. I'm here at Mike's apartment mm-hmm. now, and I wouldn't actually mind Mike if you bought some Fig Newtons for the place. Um, <laughs> Your wish is my some freaking Fig Newtons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it's a pain in the ass, uh-huh. but uh, Mike is sort of. He's really taken it on himself to manage my diet, so I've started eating again. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I feel fine, but he's really going overboard. So. Mostly yogurt. I've been feeding. Yeah, and I don't even know what where we're getting yogurt this yogurt. What kind of yogurt do you buy? Um, Greek yogurt, <laughs> uh, the, the fr- like fruit flavor, like blueberry or raspberry. Occasionally. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Have you tried skier? I have not. What is that? Uh, it's like thicker than Greek yogurt. Huh. It's like thicker like than pa- Greek yogurt. Paste. Wow. Yeah, it's like drywall. Is it pr- uh, like one of those probiotic yogurts that mm, ca- Jamie Lee Curtis advertises? Or? <laughs> That's Activia. Activia. Oh yeah, which is good. All right. I love Activia. I think it's worth noting for the listener that when James said, which is good, he put up his hand as if he was <laughs> making an oath. Yeah. Activia is good. Yeah. I swear on Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, what absolutely. Now, I didn't see her in the, that recent Halloween movie, but is there a scene? I'd like to think there's a scene where she's running away from Michael Myers and she stops and goes, I'm hungry, <laughs> then grabs an Activia yogurt cup and eats it. Do you think that happened in the movie or did anyone see it? <laughs> But then she's like, I forgot the spoon. I got to use the lid. Yeah. Have you guys ever done that? I don't actually like yogurt. You Whoa. use the lid? Mike. <laughs> what a thing to lie about earlier. <laughs> but one minute ago. <laughs> I bought it for James. I didn't. Right, right, I mean, right. I didn't eat it myself. So, you were like, Tess, yeah, you use the, the lid to scoop the yogurt out? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like if you. I've never done if that. You, if you pack some. That's insane. Pack some little things for yourself. <laughs> I'm wild. I mean, you think this Joker movie is going to be deranged. <laughs> Just watch me to yogurt. Uh, but 
uh, there's been many times where I've been, you know, on the go, and I did remember to bring the, a, a small a small dairy snack for myself, but I didn't remember to bring the cutlery that should accompany it. So I do find myself wow. using that silver lid and just kind of scooping and licking. It is not a pretty sight. Wow. I am not scooping and proud. I yeah, I never enjoyed. I feel like in. Um, High school or grade school, you'd see kids just drink the, squeeze the yogurt out of the cup into their mouth, and I never Ugh. liked to see that. Remember Yop? I loved Yop. Yop. I was He's making huge, an oath again. I was a huge Yop guy. You were a Yopper. I never, yeah. I never pegged you as a Yopper. Uh, were you yopper, a yopper and a Yotter, right? Because you also Absolutely. own a yacht. Yeah. I own a what yacht? is Yacht? Bring that Yop Yacht's on the yacht. Mike. Yacht. You've oh, never, like a boat. I'm yeah. not surprised you don't even know what it is because you're so far from owning one. Welcome to Yopping and Yachting with your host, James Hartman. <laughs> oh my God, Imagine that's a good that. spinoff podcast. Yeah. Right. And mine's sipping and licking. <laughs> <laughs> we were recently talking about, James, uh, how you saw the Smashing Pumpkins yes. um, uh, live outdoors in Toronto. Nodding politely. Not, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you said you had a funny joke about an idea for a show that maybe guitarist James Ehawk could host. Do you remember what you called it? No. Yeehaw with Ehaw. Oh, yeah. Where James Ehaw would <laughs> host a, a country music-themed show or yeah. a cow, some sort of cowboy-themed yeah. show. And I just thought I wanted the listeners to know about that. Did oh, I not say I'm that so... on the podcast? I said that off the podcast? No, I think you said it on the picnic table on the patio of Clinton's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeehaw with Ehaw. Yeah. And I think that is a good idea. I think it's a great idea. Especially. It kind of brings to mind the old Yahoo. Does Yahoo still have that? Gorgeous song that goes with it, Yahoo! What is yeah? What do you mean Yahoo? You mean the 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 like web the search site? engine? Yeah, they had a song. Yeah, it was song? just what I. It was just what I just did. So it's like barely a song, wow. but it was like so a bit of a yodel, which is I, which is kind of what I'm picturing when you get this podcast off the ground with mm. Yeehaw. And would it make Yeehaw the Yahoo sound as you press enter? Like you? No, I don't remember. That's like a great idea. It might have been from the huh. television when they were like, try AOL, try Yahoo, like right. on TV. Well, Google should have a theme song. Yeah, yeah. They should. Maybe you should write Google, it here and now. Google, Google. That imagine, you, imagine that sound happening. Every time you, you press searched. enter for the search. Google. 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 I you're doing some Googling, baby. <laughs> yeah. Every time. And you can't turn the volume down. You sound like the guy who did Walking in Memphis. Oh, Mark, Mark Cohn. Who famously got <laughs> shot in the head in Las Vegas. <laughs> no, did he really? Yes, but he survived it. Wait, what? He oh, did. my God. Yeah, Have yeah. you guys seen that clip of <laughs> Werner Herzog getting shot and continuing to do an interview? Yes. yes. No? Yeah. It's worth, it's worth Googling. What about Ask Jeeves? Wait, if wait they a had second. a theme song like, oh, it'd be like, You have acquired my services. I am Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just making it up off the yeah, top. Yeah, I'm very good. Very PG yeah. Wodehouse. Yeah. Uh, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Werner Herzog got shot in an interview? Yes. Like, like intentionally? A or I, I have no idea. No, but... But it, there's definitely blood. Like, there's a hole and there's blood. Oh but God. I don't understand who shot him. Someone was just kind of, uh, that I didn't really know very well. I don't even know their their name. They just kind of ran up to me and showed me a video of wow. Werner Herzog getting the, getting shot and then kind of just walked away. The interviewer was like, uh, Werner. I was at work. Oh. So it's like, Werner, you just got shot. And he's like, I know. Keep doing the interview. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. basically it. He's wow. like, uh, that he's rushed inside and then... 
and then they're in a kind of like Barbara Walters, you know, chairs opposite each other scenario. But they were outside. He shot. They're rushed inside. Like there's a big panic. And then suddenly he's sitting inside and he's like, yes, I I guess I was shot. (laughs) And And he pulls up his shirt and he... He was. Who shot him? Who would shoot? I don't know. Herzog. Now, who do you think is weirder? Because everyone's like, Werner Herzog is so weird because of his <laughs> voice and like his, you know, extreme takes his on. Taste. on he existence. ate a shoe too. He ate a shoe because he yeah. lost a bet. Yeah. Uh, that Errol Morris couldn't make a movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> but serious question: Do you think Steven Spielberg is weirder? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's probably a weirder guy. Oh, make the case. I cannot wait well, for this. Look at the, I mean, the movies he makes are for... He makes, like, big children's movies. I mean, not, not all children's movies, but he... <laughs> Schindler's he, List. He, well, not, not that yeah, one. Like, nice, not Mike. Band of Brothers or... Uh, what's the Tom Hanks War one? Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Forgetting Ryan. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> yes, yes. But he, he's made... <laughs> In the front a, lines. We forgot her. I we just, forgot Sarah Marshall. E.T. Yes, okay. You're telling me the guy who made E.T. is uh, not, a, not a weirdo? I rest my case. <laughs> Have you guys ever tried to draw E.T.? Hmm. As an adult? Now that I think about it. Yes, I did, actually. I have did tried you? as an adult. Yeah. yeah Why like, do you ask? I don't know. <laughs> it's really hard to do. Really? Because he's like, got It feels that... like it should be easy because it's like, like outline. Mm-hmm. He's like a T. Eyes. Like a big T. I never saw that oh, yeah. damn movie, to be honest. I, I've only seen it. Maybe as a kid. I don't think I've seen it. I think it's since. for pe- people a little tiny bit older than us. Uh, grew up mm. with ET. It was I think yeah, it was, it came we out the are year I was like born. very much in the prime of our youth right now. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Do you I'm, think ET? Um, they should make like a sequel to ET where he comes <laughs> to Trump's America yeah. and he has to deal with all that garbage, right, from the Cheeto in chief. Oh no. <laughs> they, you, and they could just call it what would it be F. Uh, you. <laughs> are those the, the next letters? E. Yeah. Those are the letters after ET. Yes. E-T-F-U. <laughs> Is that true? What? Pardon? <laughs> are I got you lost. saying in the alphabet? <laughs> yeah. Test thinks in the alphabet, it goes E-T-F-U. No, like F is oh. the letter after E he was the letter oh. after T. Oh, I did not get that sequence. Holy shit, but it's so true. The sequel, I thought you true. were just doing a really dry joke where you didn't understand the alphabet. Oh but that God. is true. But you, Holy yeah. shit, you're right. Wait, no Whoa. one has ever figured this out before. <laughs> E-F-T-U. You guys, I was F-U. today years old when I figured out that. Oh, the, that's I good. love that joke when people on Twitter are like, I was today years old when I, you know. But dot, they dot, usually dot. do say something that like blows my mind. Mm-hmm. They're like that. The lines on the road are actually, you know, <laughs> made from cobalt or whatever. Something that everyone knows. <laughs> People do use um, like recurring sort of turns of phrase on the Twitter and Twitter and stuff that mm. can get annoying. Like, like remember what? one? I remember you, Mike, saying like, what once in the world? It was annoying because someone was like, "Oof, the news. The, you know, the news today is hot, hot fire." Yes, and yeah, or yeah. like you know. What's another turn of phrase that people always say? Uh, like a, a, a garbage, a flaming oh. dumpster, or, or this something. one, oh, like dumpster fire. Dumpster yeah, fire. or people will sometimes do this. <laughs> flaming <right>. garbage. <laughs> Sorry. Or like, no, you just cried at a commercial because you're having a bad day. Right. You know, people oh, do that one yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that one though. Actually, <laughs> no, I love you that. think the streets are paved with cobalt. Yeah. Here's here's the thing. <laughs> here's I the thing that nobody <laughs> has said doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Cobalt. Just me trying to think of anything desperately, and then that's what you see in the inside of my mind. <laughs> Along the lines of this cobalt thing that everyone's talking about online, <laughs> is I've noticed there's a um, tendency for people 
on Twitter to post like their outrage at like elites, like billionaires, people who destroying are destroying the world. A tendency for people to post like a picture of a guillotine, just like Ooh. mic drop, right? But then everyone, uh-huh. everyone just uses the same thing, like guillotine. And to me, that seems a little unoriginal. Mm. And there are, I think, there are plenty of other execution devices or or interesting ways to kill people that you could post instead of a guillotine. Are there some that you feel are are just deeply underrepresented, underused? Well, there in this economy, there's one called um, the Judas Cradle, and it is a big. It's basically a pyramid. Oh my gosh, a pyramid shape. So you're picturing that in your mind. It's Mm -hmm. all has a big sharp point at the top, and I think it was made of wood or maybe iron or something. And it's a sharp point on the top, and they would take the victim. And they would hoist them by a rope over it. And this will resonate with you as a man who just had a colonoscopy, James. And they would like very violently raise you and lift you right on the butt so that you'd get tortured by a sharp thing. Where the hell did you read this? It's a medieval torture device called the Judas Cradle. I read about it on the internet. But I feel like that would set you apart from the other... People posting these guillotines. Yeah, and they're so different. I wonder if they got the name so different from the Newton's Cradle. It certainly is. <laughs> and different from the Rebecca De Mornay film, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and different from the, who made that movie, The Cradle Will Rock. Uh, um, I think Spielberg? Nathan Lane's in it. <laughs> Nathan Lane. Well who's rocking said. this cradle? Yes. That's my Nathan Lane. <laughs> oh my God. Do you guys have an idea for a torture device or maybe a way to injure someone that you could post if you're mad at a billionaire wow 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 that's a fun idea you can post like a a great cue great cue a pie right a steaming pie people be like how is this and you go it's a poison pie or you're like yeah poison berry (laughs) yeah or if you're Mm. like or what if you just make a dessert and then you're like you can't have any right this is not for you because you've been bad Uh, this is a slight change of topic. Um, I wonder if you guys find this interesting. I was in Hamilton a couple weeks ago. I, I do it. find this interesting. Okay. James, you can't stop talking about your amazing trip to Hamilton. Ding, ding, ding. One, one night. And um, I was sitting on a patio in Hamilton. Uh-huh. And uh, at this table. And then a friend of mine, I'll give her a shout out, Jess Panetta, was at the table. And okay. some guy bikes down the street in Hamilton. Whoa. Yeah, and it do- the story doesn't stop there. This is like this is like one. Well, in the I was morning. like, this had a beginning, middle, and end. This was great. This is one in the morning on a Friday, and the guy biking on his bicycle going down the street has a big ass cat on his shoulder. What? Yeah, and Jess Panetta, who lives in Hamilton, goes, "Oh, that's the cat guy," and I'm going, "What?" And she's like, "In Hamilton, there's like three guys, mm-hmm. and you see them all the time." There's cat guy, okay, which is a guy who walks around and you see him. She says like once a month, you just see a dude with a cat in his shoulder. <laughs> what were the other two guys? Like oh, a regular like, like a house cat, like a regular house cat, but he okay. just walks around and everyone in and the other people at the table who are from Hamilton were like, "Yep, that's cat guy." You see up, you see cat guy. Interesting. Damn, I'm trying to remember the other guys. There's three guys in Hamilton apparently. It's going to come to me. Martin <laughs> Short, because Martin Short I think is from Hamilton. No, Michael. yeah, and the Arcals, they're the third guy. 
I think they're from Hamilton. Was that one? Um, there were. I'm from Regina, and there yes. were. Uh, that was about Saskatchewan. Were well, there were three. There was a cat guy in Regina. Are you serious? I don't know if there were three guys. There was a cat guy. Uh, who used to bike around with a cat on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. And as a kid, to me, like, he was Gandalf. Like, I was just like, oh, my God, (laughs) this wizard man who's, like, somehow tamed a cat in such a way that he's, like... Did he have a beard and a a big hair? No, no, big hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the hair, glasses, he had wire glasses. I feel like you can always tell... Here's my Regina stand-up. You can always tell when you're at the Regina gate at the airport because everyone has the same glasses. <laughs> Is that a thing? People in Regina all wear the I'm same not, glasses? I'm seriously laughing. That sounds funny to me. I love the idea of go to Regina and everyone looks... Well, yeah, it's like there's a there's the same glasses, there's the same fit of jean, and there's like a same sneaker in general. Or at least with those who are flying. Interesting. Okay, but there was a cat guy and then there was a walking girl. So, uh, You're going to need to explain woman. that one. So she... Right. <laughs> so... So she, you would just see her out walking constantly, walking and smoking. And pretty much every time I went outside into the city, I would see her. It's like everywhere you went, there she was. And she was always smoking. Always smoking, always walking. And I remember in that kind of small town way, there was a lot of speculation about just like, hmm, something's off with her. But I remember Uh even as a... As a kid, just being like, she's just walk, like she's being outside. She's walking. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. Were there any? So Tessie was talking about the the walking and smoking woman in Regina. Yeah, there was walking and smoking. There was the cat guy. Then there was me. It was you? (laughs) Those are the three guys. Do you look back when you think of Saskatchewan? um, I've never been. Is it? Is it? You know? Do you look back fondly on it? It seems like a nice place to grow up. Yeah, it was really nice. It it. It was one of those things where uh, when I was there, like every art gallery, there would be these beautiful paintings of like the prairies and of grain elevators and mm, wheat right. and sky. And, yes. and I remember as a teen just being like, oh, like I'm so sick of seeing like wheat and sky and grain yeah. elevators. Can't wait to like kick the dust of this crummy old town. And then... Did you ever like flip the bird to a silo or <laughs> tell a farmer to to go to hell? Yeah, just, just a hay bale, just... <laughs> said humping but whoa not an insult <laughs> um but now i feel like when i see those things i instantly burst into tears i'm like there's nothing more beautiful it's where i'm from i'm oh. getting it tattooed so regardless very strong feelings about it are you, you but ever- extreme nostalgia now right. it's like transition are you going to get a wheat themed tattoo i don't or? think i will but it but it definitely like i'm sure it comes up at some at the same point in my cycle every month where it's like oh day 11 i want that i want that wheat <laughs> tattooed i know to <laughs> i know to not do that because it's happened right. enough is yeah there, is there uh, something about saskatchewan that you wouldn't know about unless you grew up there like is there I mean, I suppose other than the glasses and the sneakers, but is there sort of something like if you grew up in Saskatchewan, you know about? Uh... I mean, the the first thing that came to mind was you know about leaving it, but what I mean is uh, there was like a really good good shopping or something in a in a place called Minot, which is not that far away. So the Minot, so I think it might even be I've heard of Slipknot. Yeah, I've never heard of uh, this one. I don't even. <laughs> 
Some knots you can slip and some knots, they're just yours. And yours. And those oh. are my knots. Oh my um, but I feel like all, the, all the hot girls would be going to my knot. Oh, wow. Yeah. The but, hot Regina girls go to my knot. But I can't even, I can't even elaborate anymore because I never went there. Like, is so, you know, good tipping girls, my hand a bit as to what kind of girl I was. Is this funny? Good girls go to Regina. Bad girls go to my knot. <laughs> That's the town slogan for my knot. Do you, can you uh, yeah, it's funny. I, I don't think it's accurate. Okay. okay. Right. Yeah. Is it tr- so last week I was just gushing about how much I enjoyed seeing Burton Cummings perform. Ah. Is it true that he now lives in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan? He does. Yeah. Everyone's wow. stoked about it in Moose Jaw. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like what people talk about in the grocery stores and stuff? Kind of. like Burton's I moving here? Yeah. I went recently and they were like, have you seen Burton Cummings? He lives right on that corner there. That's and so yeah, funny. so I took him. I, I didn't see him, but apparently he goes to a coffee shop that <laughs> is for me to know and you to find Sounds out. Sounds like oh, Burton. Wow. Sounds like Burton. I can picture him sipping a cup of coffee just right now. <laughs> Wonder, I mean, no one, I wonder if he ever goes to the the little tunnels of Moose Jaw. The what? It's where Al Capone used to rum his run, hun. Oh, Are you serious? Really? Yeah, right no. up into Moose Jaw. And now it's like a tourist attraction where they have actors uh, in flapper costumes and gangster costumes. Oh, cool. Just being like. The alcohol is illegal. Welcome to the tunnels. <laughs> wow, that's pretty neat. Here, this is giving me an idea for a series. I can see it maybe on CBC, CTV, Crave, or something like that. Maybe global. It's Al Capone. If he came to Saskatchewan and he liked it so much, he never left, and he becomes a wheat farmer, and he he leaves uh, being a rum runner yeah. and a gangster behind him, and he becomes an honest. Wheat farmer. That's a good idea. Like how Tarantino does these sort of alternate histories. I was just thinking that exact thing. We get a a Canadian one where Al Capone lives in Saskatchewan. It's Mm -hmm. time for the harvest. I I don't know how he speaks. Yeah, when I talk, maybe like that. I don't know. It's time to plant the wheat and pick, get the make a bread. Yeah, Yeah, and he's like, I gotta go to the land titles and register my new farm. (laughs) You know the details. Rough Riders fan. Becomes a big CFL oh fan. Oh my God, Al Capone! He buys yeah. the local team. Who is it? The, the, is it the, the Rough Saskatchewan Riders? Rough Riders, yeah, or the Regina Pats? Whoa, which you will love stands for like Patricia's Men or something. What <laughs> we got? Because they're they're the junior Princess, hockey team, yeah, right? Princess Patricia's best boys or something like that what? yeah i don't know why i was like you'll love this mike wow i do love it this do is you? why canadian yeah. americans think canadians are insane because of stuff like this cute you as know, hell i'm looking it up the mm, the team name was also associated with the princess patricia's canadian light infantry oh that's it not good boys right <laughs> but it is about P- princess patricia the regina they were originally named the Regina Patricia Hockey Club. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it so sweet? Named after Princess Patricia of Connaught, the granddaughter of Queen Victoria and daughter of the Governor General. What were they called? The what, Patricia? The they, the hockey team was originally called the Regina Patricia Hockey Club. Imagine being a fan and like, <laughs> go Regina Patricia! Yeah. And you're go Patricia, go! They could have... Now, had Al Capone... I hate to keep dwelling on Al Capone, but I'm fascinated okay. by the underworld. And imagine if they, instead of the Rough Riders, they called the team uh, uh, the, a name that referenced Al Capone, like the 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 Regina wise guys or the Regina <laughs> Italian men or something. The Regina yeah, yeah. Italian The men. Regina <laughs> Italian men is a great... <laughs> Team name. Or the Regina Cigars. 
<laughs> but if they were the Italian man, there'd be a fun mascot. It could just yeah. be a man who looks like Al Capone. The Regina the Tommy gun and violin cases. Yes, is this good? Yeah, it was quite bad. And well, they could, no, it was very good. Meatballs. What, or That's conversely, okay. conversely, Mike. Yes. What if other Canadian sports teams were named after sort of, la- you know, lady princesses? Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. The, the, uh, the Toronto, Toronto Lady Diana Leafs. I would love that. That's and beautiful, <laughs> Lady Diana Leafs. Although I don't know, if was Patricia a big a big one? Like I've maybe, never heard maybe more of her. Obscure, I guess. Yeah, more obscure princesses. I don't even. I well, I don't Sarah? know them. Fergie? Fergie. Fergie. Yeah. But not Andrew. Not Prince Andrew. He's not in trouble for Epstein. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And that's my hot take. <laughs> so you're not a fan of Jeffrey Epstein's uh, uh, unsavory history, shall we say. Imagine if I was a huge fan of it. Saskatchewan actress admits she loves Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein on Toronto Podcast. That would get us... Uh, some headlines for yeah, sure. Yeah, extra, 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 extra. Absolutely. Did any other famous criminals, gangsters, or uh, bad people come from Saskatchewan? Uh, not, not that Al Capone is from Saskatchewan, but he spent some time there. I, uh, I know. I mean, he's. I don't think he's a bad guy. I've partied with him, but I know that Here Elon we go. Musk has spent time in Regina. He has not. He has. He had an aunt from there or something and he did a tweet once. <laughs> Dowager like, aunt. <laughs> yeah. And he did a tweet once that said like, hey, I'm part Canadian. My, fa- I have family from Saskatchewan and I used to spend summers as a kid in Regina. What? Elon Musk. How old is he? Is he my friend? I know. I, you know, I, I think he's probably quite a bit older than you. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Unless you look great for your age, which... I don't. <laughs> Maybe he can build a hyperloop from uh, Silicon Valley to Regina. <laughs> to, from Regina to Minot, so all those girls can get their oh, discount absolutely. shopping zip, done. They, yeah, just, exactly. they could just zip over there. Um, Drop you at the Ardennes. My mom, here's a funny thing, uh, she despises, is it May Musk, Elon Musk's mother, who is like a a uh, a woman of a certain age who's like a an old model. So she like does like photo shoots and she like has a fragrance or something, but uh-huh. she's, my mom is always like, hmm. If I had the money that uh, May Musk had, I'd look like that too. And she really doesn't like her, and she thinks it's inappropriate. And then it makes she, me think that I, if that if I had been more successful in life, I could have. Uh, my mom would look better because it's my money. <laughs> like, because and so, and so you could me. give her the yes. the the beautiful spreads yes. that May Musk. Has. That's what everyone dreams of: becoming rich enough to allow your parent to become you know, a become a model, top yeah. tier fashion runway model. Yeah, right? absolutely. I want to put my mom on the map, the modeling map, the May Musk modeling map. Yeah, muffins. Do you guys remember that chain? Now let's talk about this muffins to our American listeners or listeners outside of Canada. There used to be a very popular and excellent chain called muffins Mm -hmm. several m's and they sold muffins that tells you exactly what you're getting yeah and it's no longer around no and but and it disappeared i feel like overnight yeah where did it go very al capone maybe they put the muffins in a tunnel i never went in one i saw the sign all the time and i thought what the hell is that i never went in it was just good muffins you were missing out they were so good there was a cranberry orange one that was like Oh, just imagine the wettest muffin you've Ooh, ever tasted. Okay. And you're halfway there. Okay. Yeah, like these were, they were soaked. I feel it's... Wow, in what? What happened that Canada <laughs> couldn't... Sugar? What's that? I was just saying, what were they soaked in? 
Well, we'll never know because I'm just reading an article now that the last muffins in Toronto closed in, um, I believe, April. This April? Yeah. And we as a country, what, we couldn't support a a muffin uh, chain? Now that, see, to me, that's a a tragedy. I'm sure, you know, a bunch of condos went up where the muffins was. Right. What's your guy's favorite kind of muffin? Oh, God. That's a good question. We've never brand. I oh I yes. like a raisin brand. Yes, me too. I, I do. This is deeply embarrassing, but once oh. I was overtired as an adult, <laughs> and I went to a diner uh, where I really wanted a raisin brand muffin as an adult, uh-huh. and they didn't have any, and my eyes welled up with tears. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You you were just like I was yeah I was I think I on need the, this right now yeah I'm having a day I totally need this. I was in a like. Should I get a wheat tattoo <laughs> scenario? And I was like, no, just get a brand muffin. And then when wow. I wasn't there, Full I was weeping. I was a banana muffin guy. Oh, walk yeah. into muffins. Banana it, nut or just bananas? If they had nuts, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't be mad. Uh, and I, can I tell you guys some a couple facts about muffins? The the late Canadian muffin chain. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Um. So. Muffins. It's three M's at the start. Really? And that uh, the full name was Marvelous Muffins. Okay. Marvelous Muffins. And they uh. dropped the Marvelous and just made it Muffins. Yes. Uh-huh. And a uh, second interesting fact was that Muffins was originally created by Michael and Lou Bregman and first opened in the Eaton Center in 1979, right here in downtown Toronto. Wow. 79 makes a lot of sense. For the aesthetic of their logo, which That's I feel like was very point. like brown, and disco. orange, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, brown and orange were very big in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, feels like. they were huge. What was that? Uh, that doesn't look good, right? I think not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Hmm. Any other facts, Michael? <laughs> uh, I'm just looking it up Ashtray. right now. Um, was it like the colors of? That are contained within the glass used for an ashtray. Yeah, maybe ashtrays are really popular. <laughs> I think they. I think it feels they like were. any picture you see from like the early '80s just looks <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, of almost anything, any human, any <laughs> how, like any any, any object, of any building, any meal. What was going on? It was weird, right? Oh, you know what I do love that uh, was in maybe mid mid '80s architecture, mid to late mm-hmm. glass bricks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I now think they're really. Yeah. I think they're quite. I'm going to go on record saying I think they're quite tasteful. I think they allow mm. for a lot of natural light while still kind of dividing up a space. Although it makes what you're looking at on the other side of the of the brick look insanely distorted oh, yeah. and terrifying. <laughs> yeah, look like a scary hallucinogenic acid trip. <laughs> like if you, if we had a glass um, brick wall mm-hmm. dividing us. I look through it. Yeah, I would run away. I'd be like Lucy and in the too, sky. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel like aquariums were big in the eighties too. Oh yeah, Did that's you? true. I feel like those have the died lizard off. Years. And I think I think water beds too. Oh, and I don't yeah. think the two are unrelated. I think you're right. We They've... wanted water in our homes, and now we don't. As a kid, I had a water bed. Did you what? really? I slept on a water were you getting laid all the time? I was but isn't too young sort of a, for that. But isn't it sort of a sexual vibe, like come in my water bed? I was a I very mean, sexual uh, nine-year-old. But yes, I slept in a water on a water bed, and it, you could heat it. Uh, heat Tell the us water. what it's like. I, I'm, I'm so curious. I, uh, it was fun. It was nice, but you couldn't. It was you could only sort of uh, 
sleep in one position. Like, anyway, it was it was interesting. Now you time. and my grandma are the only people I know who have owned water beds. So, what <laughs> if anything goes wrong? It's an exclusive you have a club. huge spill in your house that could have been avoided with the whole history of beds before they filled a thing with water. Well, wait, can you describe what it feels like to lie on well, a water? Well, as you bed? roll over then it's like you're like an ocean wave is uh, so tossing you around. I feel like you want to barf if you're rocking around on a bed. I feel like right. I I had a like real hot dog feeling where it was like, "Oh, the bed's the bun, I'm the dog." Like it feels like the sides are When you slept in a water bed, you felt like a hot dog? Oh, yeah. That's fun. That's kind of fun. The sides kind of close in on you. Huh. Right. Thanks for saying that's fun and not <laughs> just like insane. Wonder so we talk about muffins and water beds and glass bricks. What else um was there? Oh, I in wanted to I wanted to uh to ask because you had the colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're Is it okay if home, I bring this back up? Oh, please, please. Okay. Take another sip if you're playing the colonoscopy drinking oh, game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're probably sobering up. Colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. Colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. I've been playing Take it. Take two. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, my, it just reminded me of my first memory, <laughs> which was I had a hernia operation when I was two. Oh. And you had a hernia too. Were yeah. you uh, do, uh, shoveling the snow in the driveway? <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, no, I was. Uh, I was born with one. So nice I was Mike. shoveling the snow in my mother's driveway. Okay. Oh, so okay. to speak. <laughs> I'm Gosh, and that's your furious first with that image. Um, that yeah. So and my first memory was uh, because we were talking about I think an- anesthetics. This might have been off the air that we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. But uh, my first memory is waking up from the from the drugs, from being knocked out when I had that operation. When you were and two. See, when I was two years old, I was like on the, I was on the December end of two. Like I was on the, <laughs> okay. is that how you talk about time? Yes. <laughs> the, the later half of two. Um, and my memory is my, my mom was like leaning over me and she had, uh, she had four eyes, but then also had glasses. So she had like eight, eight eyes? eyes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is <laughs> Michael's yawning. No, no, not, <laughs> he's yawning and saying wow. That's not um a, a knock against your story. No, no. Um that's that must have been freaky. So and this is before you could probably speak. Yeah, I think so. Or or I was just kind of like I can't believe I can't believe you remember when you were two. I definitely don't. It's weird. It it it's weird to think that that person was still me. Yeah. Yeah, that I was like that I'm still that guy looking out of those same eyes. Yeah. But it was so much longer ago, and I was also a baby. That is weird. What's your earliest memory? Yeah. Ooh, I think I remember <laughs> someone saying to me, how old are you? And I said, three. And then someone in my family said, no, no, James, you're four now. And I went, oh, yeah, I'm four. So that's <laughs> so the only reason memory, I know it's an old memory, because it was that your was first the memory was you making a mistake. Uh, Being corrected. Lying, maybe. Yes. Michael, okay. uh, I think that's my ear. I, I, boy, I so think interesting. My, yeah, but yeah. it's clearly like stuck in your brain. Who was it correcting well, you? What I remember, I remember falling down once and being really young, uh, like around that age too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, it's interesting the things that will kind of yeah uh, trigger someone or like awaken someone into their consciousness of the rest of their lives. Yeah, what the hell yeah. is going on with that? What? That's weird. Yeah, and that it was someone being like, nah, uh, uh, yeah. Um, and for me, it was being like, drug, drug, drug. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's yeah. your earliest, Mike? Oh, my earliest is actually um, a memory from uh, of my my Irish nanny. 
uh, <laughs> at her home um, that had a green carpet, and I remember seeing her in a chair covered in a blanket, and then grabbing a mint out of her dish of mints she had on the coffee table. That's my first uh, memory. So how I old were you? Do think, think about that? that? <laughs> how old were you? Do you think? One or two? Like it's very, one. Very one memory, yeah. dude. Really? Um, like a kidding me? Just like a slimy little. Uh, Slightly little potato. Do you remember anything about this Irish nanny? Um, Were her eyes smiling? You asked that question with a uh, mischievous glint in your eye there, James. Um, She was covered in a blanket and elderly. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> covered in a blanket, covered in a blanket. like constantly. Like all the a time, she woman. just she just covered her, <laughs> well, her covered face. her face. Oh, no, she wasn't. No, let me be clear. Oh, when you move, you know, I've got to cover. Oh my God, my what an insane way to describe someone! Like, <laughs> do you remember what that person? In a blanket from head to toe. And your parents were like, "Okay, we've got to get Michael one of those Irish nannies in a blanket that they all talk about on the news. They're really no, good." No, James, she was covered in her lap uh, with a blanket, and she was sitting down. Her fa- face was uncovered, and um, she was just sitting there smiling, I believe. And her Irish eye. You didn't keep in touch with smile. her, you son of a bitch. Well, I I couldn't because she kind of effed off not too long after what? that to uh, to heaven. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> to heaven. Your oh. way of describing everything about her was completely I see insane. A fringe player, a TV pitch coming from this I- Michael's and Irish nanny. My grand. Mm. Uh, so my mom will, will always tell stories about her, uh, like nanny. I guess it was my great grandmother. Yes, it was my great grandmother, and she was of an age and from an era where she was like alive when. Napoleon died, and that she read the <laughs> Napoleon's obituary from the newspaper to her father. What happened? <laughs> Wait, sorry, who was this? I've never My seen nanny. you laugh. The, the Irish woman covered in a blanket. So what was she? About. Fucking a hundred. In a blanket. <laughs> what did fucked Napoleon off to did, heaven? She was very Didn't Napoleon old. Napoleon died in like the eighteen forties or fifties. Late eighteen hundreds, I think. Yeah, I think eight, I think it was eighteen nineties. Right, because he was exiled the second oh. time and he died yeah. on in Elba or in glass bricks were right. in. Yeah, <laughs> the colors were orange wow. and brown. He had a Napoleon muffin. was dead. But yeah, she. Uh, my mom was like, "You're great." You know, your nan. She read. She was so old. She read the newspaper obituary of Napoleon to her father, which is <laughs> which is exciting. And that in itself is a wait a movie waiting to happen. Guys, this yeah. is not true. I'm sorry to break this. To when you, did <laughs> unless no. you are really old or she was really old? Napoleon <laughs> yeah. died May fifth, eighteen twenty one. So maybe she was a hundred and fifty sixty. Yeah. Maybe I'm what are you thinking maybe of? it was someone else's obituary. Okay, because yeah, because that seems <laughs> now that you say that, no, sorry. It's not Napoleon. I can't wait read, to hear uh, whose it I mean, was. Queen Victoria's <laughs> Okay. Okay. A little different from Napoleon. When did Queen Victoria die? The late or like nineteen hundred and that sounds right. Yeah, early nineteen or three. Or Closer something. to right. Or she just kept Napoleon's obituary. Yeah, she was obsessed with him. His death. Yeah, printing uh, press was new and I feel like obituaries I were no, hot. Mike, that was yeah. <laughs> Queen Queen Victoria died nineteen oh one. So I I feel. Terrible for getting the detail no. wrong, but in the end we got there. In but the you did this there. the last time we hung out in person. You were trying to figure out whether a memory you had was of Pierre Trudeau's funeral or Celine Dion and Renee's wedding. Yes. Well, because they <laughs> both Common took mistake. place at the same <laughs> yeah. cathedral in Montreal. But I so feel like I that's the been... same. That's the same like mistake, but made with, with different. Yeah, different situation. I guess it's not. Yeah. I guess it's not the same at all. Um, 
Well, it's a similar misfire in your brain, yes. is what I'm saying. Yes, it's true. I had a weird. I had a conversation <laughs> with my dad, and he had me when he was older, and his mom had him when she was older. Oh, so we're going way back now, and. We were talking, and he said that she grew up in Northern Ireland in like, you know, born in like the early 1900s. Right. And he said, she told him she remembered when the first car came to Northern Ireland and they had a big marching band. Imagine play like, as this a big, is your grandma? First cars yeah. arrived. That's wild. First yeah. cars arrived. Get yeah. out your pipes. First cars and the drums. arrived. <laughs> the Northern Ireland accent is really wild. Do you know? Was that it? I, I, okay. Is it Waking Ned Divine or is There's it the Full Monty? Uh, uh, neither. It's um, okay. In the name of the Father and Hunger. I can. <laughs> I, oh. I can sometimes access. What about it. the Secret of Rowan Inish. Ooh. It, listeners, if you know what accent was in that, write into us. Call in. I can access the accent if, with a few, like you know, you do um, sentences to remind you. Oh yeah, what are yours? One of them is uh, if you say, uh, "My aunt's name is Mary Hartnett," so I'd be like, "Mary Hartnett, get in here now." <gasps> That's so good. Are you going down to Tyne? Are you going over to Tyne now? Like it's like that. That's is this one of the accents you would do uh, as your class clown bit when yeah, you were winning friends Northern in high Ireland. school. Do you think when the Mary Hartnett get into get, town? Get in here now. Get in here get now. Get in here now. There's a there's a car in strike. Do you think that when the first car came <laughs> to Northern Ireland that they had to have separate days for the Protestant community to be excited? And a separate day for the Catholic community Probably. to be excited. It's kind of like how uh, certain people like on that have, oh, this is taking too long to say, that have odd or even number of house addresses can oh, water their lawn. Yes, on, or parking on the right. street. Uh huh. Yeah, my dad, yeah, my family grew up through all that, man. <laughs> um, you too, because they've written about trouble the troubles in northern ireland mm-hmm. i'd love to hear them do a song about the first car that arrived yeah. in northern ireland what do you think it would go like oh it'd probably be like, like um, beautiful car oh you nailed it don't let it get away <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a getaway car <laughs> and al capone car. is driving it where am i then it's like in northern you, know, ireland. you know how it goes it's a beautiful car drive me Honk my horn and uh, yeah. uh, make it loud. I'm yeah. just making it up here. Honk me. <laughs> oh. And the video would be, who's that behind the wheel smiling and grinning with a mischievous glint in his eye? Another than the edge. Oh, I thought driving it was around. Be your nan. No, oh, she could be beside him, and he and they wink at the camera together. Oh yeah, that's can, great. Can I tell you? <laughs> She's reading Napoleon's obituary to him. Yeah. She's doing a live reading of Napoleon's Uh obituary. You know what's a crazy thing that happened to me a couple weeks ago? Take me to that proper place. Sorry, what happened? No, no, I cut it too soon. Beautiful (laughs) car! Sorry. I was at a fancy bar, and I started talking to this guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, I'm visiting, you know, I'm from San Francisco, and I'm visiting, and Mm. uh, I'm like working in the music industry. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. And he's like, I'm like, what are some of the bands you work with? He's like, oh, I work with this band. You're probably too young to know them. They're an Irish band. They're called U2. (laughs) And I'm like, I've heard of U2. I'm not a, like, what the fuck? That's like, I feel. He claimed he was friends with The Edge. You should have have tested him to see if he was lying. Yeah, you should have seen if he was worth his weight in steel. Okay, if you're friends with The Edge, what's The Edge's favorite flavor of ice cream? (laughs) Which we all know. Yeah. Cobalt. <laughs> um, should we do a small little game I have here, uh, Michael? Would you say? Uh, are, are you a fan of games? 
Yeah, sure. Depends what they are. I don't like them if they're the most dangerous game. The most dangerous game. Hunting human beings. Who was in that movie? Was that a movie? The most dangerous game? Or is Shirley Jackson, the story? No, I'm thinking of the lottery. The lottery. Oh, that's good. (laughs) I read that recently. Is it good? Yeah. Does it hold up? I haven't read it since high school. Yeah. I'm so happy that the real lottery that we have in the real world is a lot different from the lottery depicted in that story. Seriously, shout out to OLH. Is that right? Ontario Lottery Gaming Association. Yeah, well, spoiler alert. (laughs) Olga? Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. If you don't know the short story, the lottery is... It's a short story. Skip 20 seconds if you don't want to hear this. And this town is like, oh, let's do the lottery. It's so fun. Every year we do the lottery. And then they fucking find out the lottery is they kill one of them. Whoever gets... Whoever wins, wins the, lottery. the lottery, they have to kill them. I don't even right. remember why. There's some reason. You know what? We should start... It's a truly l- chilling. The podcast should start a book yeah. club where we uh, <laughs> we each read a Shirley Jackson story every week, and then we talk about it. I, yeah. All in favor, say aye. 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 All right. We're doing it. All right. Let's play the uh, <laughs> the theme music for the game. It's time for the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral, and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game. What do you think of that song, Tess? I loved the notes. I loved the rhythm. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Um, I was looking up uh, some sort of Christmassy, those Christmas movies, Hallmark movies. I'm familiar. Right. So, Christmas will be here before we you know, know it. it's Labor Day. Yeah. You start thinking about Christmas. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I have here, Tess, um, I have five movies. Some are real, the titles and the summary. Some I have made up. And you guys have to guess which are the real movies, mm-hmm. which are the made up movies. Great. And don't take it too seriously. There's nothing major at stake if you uh, lose or, or if you win also. So okay. Okay. Don't get too nervous. So these this... are, are mostly Christmassy kind of movies. Okay. Here. Okay. So about... I'm telling you what I think is real. Yeah. You just say, I think that's a real movie or okay. I think you made that up. I think you that's say, balderdash. Exactly. James, that's bunk. Or James, that's good. <laughs> real. Very good. Yeah. You got it. Bunk or junk. Where junk is real. Oh my God. That's good. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, first movie, Santa Jr. Santa Jr. Oh, that could be a song. Santa Jr. tells us the story of Santa Claus's son, Chris Kringle Jr. In the movie, Kringle gets arrested for trespassing and is accused of trying to steal Christmas gifts while he was simply delivering presents. He then tries to clear his name with the help of a court-appointed attorney. That is real. Santa Jr.? I'm going to say it's fake. Oh. That's real. I knew it. Santa okay. Jr. Santa Jr. Anyone of note in it? Or, uh... No one of Dean note. Dean Cain? Is it... Oh, my God. When Meryl's... I was looking some up, Dean Cain was in some. Yeah, I don't yeah. think any of the, these ones. Meryl but... Streep. <laughs> As. <In> Santa Jr. <laughs> <laughs> the defendant. Santa Jr. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. So it's one nothing for you right now. <gasps> Hong Kong. The Christmas Workshop. <laughs> A carpenter is surprised when a month before Christmas, she finds that her workshop has been populated with Santa's elves. When she thinks they must be frauds at first, gradually, her and an old flame accept that they just might be witnessing a Christmas miracle. (laughs) An old flame? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that that one's fake. 
Okay. I'm going to say real. Bunk. I'm going to say real. I made it up. It's fake. <laughs> I knew it. But it has a romantic subplot that I uh, really spoke to me. Yeah. I don't think that those... Uh, yeah. I was too surprised when you said the carpenter was a woman. Uh, I was trying to throw that in to just... Yeah, you know, it was. Very, it didn't seem like as much in the genre, and so you, yeah, I guess they would have. You tipped your hand. Damn it! Do you think carpenters edit should, that accent out? Like Christ, do you think all carpenters should be fellas? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Right. I, I think women can do anything now. Absolutely great. Absolutely. How about this one? Two oh. nothing for you. Sorry. A boyfriend for Christmas. <laughs> the movie begins with a girl named Holly wishing for a boyfriend for Christmas. From Santa Claus at only 13 years old. Well, <laughs> a little young. Yeah. Well, two decades after her initial wish, a mysterious man does show up at her door on Christmas. Two decades later. Yeah. Oh, a boyfriend for know. Christmas. Here you are. You're 33. Here's that, your boyfriend. <laughs> isn't that how old Christ was when he yeah, died? Yeah, it was. It was. Whoa. Something Whoa, in the Someone's air. got Christ on the brain. Yeah, 33 What's old? going on between you and Christ, Mike? Well, it's, uh, that, that's between me and Christ. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, we're having a good time. Um, I can't tell. That one's hard. Uh, I'm passing for now. Can you go first? Yes, I would love to. Um, yes. I think it's real. <laughs> Boyfriend for Christmas. I think it's fake. I'm going to say I think it's fake. That's real. Ow. Yes. Two to one now, and yeah. I have won. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this will make it a, a tie. How many are there total? Mm, four or five, potentially. Okay, if, there's okay, a, if okay. we need a tiebreaker. All right. Here's another one. A Christmas candy. <laughs> a single father wins a contest to bring his daughter to a famous local chocolate factory. <laughs> In this Willy Wonka-inspired movie, once on the tour, the father meets the beautiful heir to the chocolate factory, <laughs> who happens to be named Candy. No, oh, fake, fake, fake. I think that one's fake. I, I think a Christmas candy is fake as well. <laughs> well, you're both right that I made that up. <laughs> we knew it. Moments before Tess got here. Yours are uh, more whimsical. Ah, damn. Where I've got to like, make them... There's elves at the carpentry shop. And yeah. Like a, yeah. Yours have, three to one for have Tess. Have an Oompa Loompa factor. Well, Tess won. Three to one. I don't think we need the tiebreaker. But let's just hear it anyway, just for fun. Okay. Because we're having fun. This one's called The Cabin. Reminds me of the title that you'd hear in a horror movie. (laughs) It's anything but, Michael. Mike is absolutely (laughs) pale with fear. He's shaking in his boots. So evocative. The Cabin. The Cabin. Right? In The Cabin, Hmm. two single parent families with the last name McDougal are assigned (laughs) to the same cabin during Scotland's MacFest a convention that gathers clans from around the globe with the last name starting with Mac. And what's the movie called? The Cabin. I I think that's... I want to believe in that magic. Sorry, what is the Christmas element of this? Well, let's just say I might have gathered this one at a different time. So this one may not be Christmas related. but It's not. It certainly doesn't sound... uh, Mm. I'm going to say it's fake. I want to believe in it. I'm saying it's real, but I do think it's fake. It's real. It is! The cabin. Okay. Yep. Two single-parent families assigned to the same cabin for MacFest. What a Two strange premise for a movie. parent families. Yeah. Lot, yeah. yeah. Um, That's basically the... Brady Bunch. Exactly. Meet Scotland. Mike and Myers. there's your elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's an industry term. 
Yeah, industry, industry term. term. Yeah, right. Nice horror film title. <laughs> yeah, how was that? That was pretty good, huh? That was excellent. Those, so are, test- really, those are really well gathered. Thank you. Well thank curated. You are the champion. You. It's a beautiful car. <laughs> We've had so much fun singing with you today. Oh, that's nice. You know what's funny when you sang you, "We Are the Champions"? I watched uh, when I watched the Raptors win at a bar with uh, t- uh, Tom Henry, who's been on the podcast, oh, a friend yes, of yes. the show. And I said to him, "Oh, you know what? To be honest, I really hope." If the Raptors win at the bar, honestly, I really hope they play We Are the Champions in the bar. And then I felt like Tom looked at me like he thought I was a loser. (laughs) (laughs) And did you ever ask him about it? No. Did you ever think, hey, um, Tom, like when you looked at me earlier, when I said (laughs) that thing about We Are, did you, uh, were you thinking this guy's a loser? I should text him and ask. (laughs) Now. I know it was about two months ago. Yeah, send him a really long text. Yeah. If we send him a text, then we'll just do oh. a, pl- a, pl- a punch-in of his answer if he gets back to That's you. That's a good idea. Do you oh. think that Tom wanted a different song to play? I think he, he just wanted? thought, like... He's like, I'd rather hear Beck's Loser, and it would be oh. ironic. Yeah. Right. Or it would be about the opposing team. You know, the clock runs out, the rappers win, and cue... I'm a loser, baby. That'd be great. And the bar would be I'm so happy. I'm a loser, baby. I'm a loser, baby. We should You're known form contra an, indie, tenor. an indie choir oh, and a... do do uh, songs like Loser. Yeah, but an octave higher. Yeah. I'm a loser, baby. Why uh, don't you kill me? Oh. James? You know, I know the church had, they had issues with that song, Loser, at the time because of the, so why don't you kill me? What? The Catholic Church? Yeah, like, like that it was song? Some, on some list. Like, this is not an okay song. Right. But are, what about, like, every song? I know. Devil's Haircut. Dumb. Yeah, Killing in yeah, the Name Devil's of. Devil's Haircut. Holy shit. Devil's Haircut. Or, uh... Um, or Sex Laws. Oh, my God. We're going I through the Remember when the, the Pope uh, <laughs> issued a statement about the song <laughs> Sex Laws? <laughs> the entire Midnight the Vultures album. <laughs> <laughs> the only sex Mama laws. Mia, I hated it. The ones written it's by God impression. are the only sex laws. <laughs> the Ten Commandments. Uh. The original sex laws. Yeah, they are. Yep. Honor thy father and mother. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Honor thy mummy and daddy. Honor. I'm so sorry for everything I've said today. Tess, this was great. Thank you so much. Wonderful. What an amazing guest and what a great time. I'm sorry Thank that it's over. Thank you so much for having me. Is there anything you're doing that you want to let people know? I mean, you don't have to, but if you want to. I'm moving. Okay, Tess you, is moving. You want to check that out? Do you want to give your address out or phone number or anything to the listeners? No, no, I'm good. Okay. No one needs to know. Uh, Mike, <laughs> this was great. It was oh, great. Oh, wait, and you, well, you'll put Tess's Twitter and everything on the bio. I'll put Tess's Twitter in the show notes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mike, see you next time. See you. You guys are a delight.